This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're looking for advice from a real girl who might not have the answers, but goddamn she'll try. Just a tip, and you'll be on your way. With Meg and Batoon on Friday. Welcome to another episode of Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about tangents as it is about tips. I'm your host, Megan Batoon, and today with me in the studio, I have called upon a friend to help me help you. Erica Klein in the studio with good posture. <laughs> hello, hello. Hi. You may know Erica from World of Dance or countless YouTube videos or Instagram. You're on the Explore page a lot, I feel like. Is that true? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but after a quick internet stalk, we found out that you wish you had freckles. Is that true? Oh my God, where are you stalking me on the internet? Can't tell. <gasps> oh no, I guess, yeah. I think like I feel like freckles are just so cute. Did you know that you can get manufactured freckles on? I did. I see people have them like ta- like slightly tattooed, yeah. semi-permanent tattooed it's freckles. It's like microblading, but for dots. Oh my God, I'd be so scared. I know, my like, friend has one. They look great. But Not what one, if, like, she has a lot. What if you mess up? Like, I think they fade. I mean, like I have microbladed eyebrows and so like oh. every two years they fade because quote eyebrow trends change ah they so, do yeah they really do but i hope they never go back to the 90s like tweezy brows oh my gosh did you do that yes you did yes and now you have a full face of eyebrows eyebrows i know <laughs> i'm very so i'm very hair. very proud of my eyebrows no 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 they look yeah. great every time i look at a picture of me in like middle school or high school Ugh. i'm like what was going on the fact that we had to tweeze off like three quarters of it is almost too much gardening Right. It's a lot. <laughs> Just lots of maintenance. It is. Lots of maintenance. Uh, I put castor oil on mine for like three years. Oh, that works. To grow back. Yeah. That's good to know. Yours just grew back. That's good to know. No, you know, there's like an art to filling them in, to making oh. them be even. Yeah. It's just like there's there's really an art to it, but Brows we are the practice best. every day, so we're really good <laughs> at it. <laughs> What's your choice of brow makeup? Mm. I have a lot of different things. I feel like powder is really good. Ooh, but does it yeah. smudge ever? Um, probably. Like dancing? Especially considering how much I sweat and dance. Yeah. But, you know, that's why you got to reapply. You got to always, like, have some makeup in your bag. You yeah. never know when you're going to need it. But I will say I actually just recently started, like, completely doing my— I used to go to a salon to get my eyebrows done. And oh. that was just, like, I feel like that's a thing everybody does all the time. Going to a salon? Yeah, like, to, like, get, get your waxed. eyebrows waxed and yeah. stuff. And I just, like— learned how to do it myself. You're waxing your own eyebrows? and I am oh so proud of it. Oh my, you should be. Yes, it's very difficult. You have to like, you have to like close one eye, but then like open, still be able to see like what you're doing. And there's just, there's so much room for error. Of course. So much room for error, but I'm very proud of my eyebrow skills. You should be. If I ever like don't want to be a dancer, I can do people's eyebrows, you know? Ooh, that's, I think about that all the time. Not if I wasn't a dancer, but like if I wasn't doing what I was doing now. What would you do? I think I would be an interior designer or oh, a therapist. Yeah. Which is so a wildly therapist. different. I but feel like an interior designer would be so fun. Actually, I think like a, a ther- set designer. I would I oh, think I would actually yeah. still want a set design. Yeah. That would be so fun. Sounds stressful though. Yeah. Just pull like you have to pull together so many random things in like right. such a short amount of time. That's true. It would. I think everything would be stressful. I was looked, I was shopping for a shoot because they didn't have a stylist, and so I had to do it. And I went. I was. It was like six hours across all of Los Angeles to get like a white three piece suit, right? Which is insane. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this isn't fun. Like I like shopping, but not if I have to. No, no, no. Everything no. gets less fun when you have to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, that's our. 
that's getting to know us. <laughs> right. Um, Eyebrows. <laughs> we have a game I call Bursts of First so that people can get to know you a little bit more. It's a rapid fire question game. So oh I'm going to ask you really quick questions. Oh, no. <laughs> You've got to answer the first thing that you say. Okay. Uh, the first thing you think of. Everything from your first job to your first public cry. And whenever I yell stop, you have to either explain, elaborate, or tell the story. Okay. Are you ready? No, I'm not ready. Of course not. Okay. <laughs> and here we go. First job. Dance? Your first job was, you've, oh my God, all I've, of your jobs have been dance jobs? I've never had a normal job. I Whoa. know. It's crazy. I almost want to stop there, but I won't. <laughs> first car. Uh, Subaru. First pet. Uh, Poodle. First app you check in the morning. Instagram, obviously. First kiss <laughs> location. Oh my God, summer camp. Oh, first major purchase. Mm, a leather jacket. Same. First yeah. choice in a karaoke book. Oh my God. Something I don't even I I've never done karaoke. I just realized this. Okay, I've never done stop. it. <laughs> yeah, now we will stop. I've re- I've really never done it. I mean I've sang before. I've taken singing lessons. Are you and, good at singing? Is no. that a weird question to ask? Um, I feel like everyone's gonna say no. Unless you're so like too. a legitimate singer. Like and also because we live in LA and we're artists and we know real really singers. good singers <laughs> yeah I really just have no ability to say I'm a good singer I but. guess it is like such a weird question to ask if you're a good anything yeah. like even if like someone asks me something that I know that I'm pretty decent at I right. wouldn't say yes I'd be like I like okay. to do yeah. it or like <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm comfortable with it totally we're so we're so hesitant to say that we're good at something. Yeah. I think it's so interesting. I feel like a couple years ago, the entire thing was like, be humble, be humble, yeah. like, be so humble. And now it's almost like a trend that's changed that people are like, self-love, I'm yeah. the best, I'm amazing. Like, it's we our perceptions of ourselves are trends somehow. Yeah. It's so weird. I wonder if we've humbled ourselves into humility and now we are mm. so low because we were so yeah. self-deprecating and humbling yes. that we're like are we even good enough for anything yes. and now I we have to so. like overcompensate and go like i am this i am like all affirmation based yes i totally think are we so undoing everything we did yes we went too far we went too far way too far we and now we're boat. going too far on the other side we really are yeah I, uh, one time I was <laughs> taking, okay, I randomly got into this stand-up class, which, like, I didn't mean to, but it was, like, a five-week course on how to do stand-up wow. comedy. And so, like, I, did, I knew I wanted to take some of the elements of it and use it for podcasting or interviewing or making YouTube videos, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to be a stand-up. So I was just so nervous, but then on the way to it, I was in my car, and I was like, you deserve this! You are funny oh, enough. No. And I'm like, oh my God, if ever anyone saw right. me doing affirmations, because I don't do affirmations in the mirror. I don't really do them ever, even though I think they're great. Yeah. I'll just yell nice things sometimes. That's good. <laughs> that's that's a thing. It comes off a little lunaticy, but it maybe works. Right. If you're yell if you're really yelling them, you're increasing the chances that someone's gonna hear you. Yeah, hopefully you and will catch hear you. <laughs> Yeah, if you yell loud enough, other people will think that of you. And isn't that what matters? Right. <laughs> okay, moving on. Yes. First internet screen name. Uh, Erica Klein? Oh, screen, my God. Screen name? Wait, what do you mean? Like a AOL, like AIM. Oh, oh, I guess like... I was like, oh, my God, you did first and no, last name? No, no, like E period Klein. Oh, so no. Wow. interesting. Out, Outlook.com. That's yeah, very... <laughs> so it was so boring. So boring for like, especially because I think I was really like nine. It was like an email when I was like nine or something. Oh, right. And like to be that like professional. <laughs> you had good like, posture. Like what? Why? <laughs> In your screen name even. Just why? First celebrity crush. Oh, um... I want to say like Edward Cullen from Twilight. Oh my maybe. God, I thought you were about to say Edward Scissorhands. I was oh like, no. go, the girl's got a type. I just feel like there was a big Twilight phase. Like everyone was into Twilight. Yeah. First breakup reason. Mm-hmm. Distance. Long Ooh, distance. First concert. Um, John Bellion. Wow. Yeah. First thing you do when you like someone. Oh my God. Just like stalk them on Instagram endlessly. <laughs> first show you binged watched. Uh, binge watch. Binge watch. Um, maybe new girl. Oh, nice. Maybe? First excuse you make when trying to cancel plans. Mm, I have a rehearsal. <laughs> oh my god, that's. <laughs> we had Kyle oh, no, last I'm week, so and he exposed. said the same thing. <laughs> I guess I don't. I don't have enough dance rehearsals. But if I, I'll just say like my schedule's hairy. Which I is, mean, that's good. That's vague. At least you're not <laughs> lying. So like vague. I, I. <laughs> 
<laughs> At least you're not I feel lying. like I'm lying, but like I do. I could, I called a rehearsal for myself, you know? Yeah. I, have you ever like said that you have a rehearsal and then accidentally posted on Instagram stories you like eating out? No, I am very careful about that. Yeah. I am so careful. Have you ever accidentally group chatted someone? Like, I was trying to ask one of my friends to go out to pizza, mm-hmm. but for some reason, I typed in my friend's name, but it also grouped in somebody else. Oh, and then I was like, yes. wanted a pizza? And then it was like a group chat. And like, yes, <laughs> I have not done that, but I can totally see how that would have happened. Because it's like comes up recent, like whoever you're recently been texting. Right. If it's but like, I don't think I've ever had those two same people in one group chat. Oh, it was oh. like. Fluke Central. So weird. Yeah. And I was maybe like, maybe it. I don't want pizza anymore. <laughs> like, maybe it's time for a new iPhone. Yeah, like, truly. Tripping out. Okay, lastly, first public cry. Mm, probably in some dance class. I'm a dance oh. class crier. Really? Yeah. I mean, obviously not if it's like a fun combo, but if it's a sad combo, then like, yeah, I just get into it. Sometimes That's watching so other good. people. Oh, I can yeah. I can cry so much easier watching someone do an emotional piece versus like doing it myself. Because totally. I'm still worried about how I'm the looking. And, oh, yeah. absolutely. Ugh, for a couple of years when I first started dancing, I thought I had like the worst hand placement. Mm. Like when I would put my, that's why I could never do ballet because I think my hands are so sausagey <laughs> that like, it's like nothing is clean. It's just like bulbs at the wow. bottom. Wow. That is a very random thing to be overthinking. <laughs> really? <laughs> I would watch everybody and look at their hand placement and I would go, okay, fists look better than like open hands for me. Wow. And were you, when did you start dancing? I started when I was 10. Okay. So yeah. you've seen every trend. Uh, yeah, for the most part. Do you yeah. remember the hip-hop trend where everybody had, like, open hands? It was like Edward Scissorhands, to go back to this, but, like, even more. And then it was, like, very, like, you would be hunched over and your head, your neck would be non-existent because your shoulders would be so high. Oh, no. And then you'd be, like, going side to side and, like, <laughs> it's, <I> tr- <laughs> it's the worst hip-hop trend. You look like a legit monster. Oh, no. A monster of hip-hop, if you will. <laughs> um, it was just, like, such bad trends. I, I was, feel like every trend, when we look back at it, we're yeah. like, why? Why? I know. Taking class in combat boots was huge when I yes. started. I was yes. 18 when I started. It was that harem pants, like drop crotch, mm-hmm. the t- flannel around your waist, and then like a cutoff tee. I was just getting into like the hip hop jazz funk world when that mm-hmm. was a thing. Yeah. I remember buying Steve Madden combat boots and I was like, yeah. I am the shit. <laughs> They're so uncomfortable. They are. They are. That's wild. There's no support. None. Yeah. I don't know why that was a thing. Someone should have made a a dance shoe that looked like a combat boot. They would have probably cleaned up in the dance world. A dance. I feel like. I feel like Brian Friedman made something like that. He had a shoe that was like. Did it was like a high top tennis shoe though. It wasn't Mm, a combat boot. It wasn't like black leather. It was. I had his shoe. Oh no. (laughs) But I did. I don't think it was black leather. Wow. Well, good to know yes. that you cry in classes. Sometimes, yeah. I wish I could because that's – I always want to cry in classes because I feel like uh, then I would be getting my money's worth. Right. <laughs> right. Sometimes I'll be in a, like a really hard Pilates class and it'll be like 7 in the morning and I won't be trying as hard as I can. And then I'll remember the class is like $40 and then I'll just like whip my ass into shape. I'll go, okay. I know. Why are exercise classes so expensive? I don't know. Maybe it's because they – if you don't go to them, it's a punishment on more than just your body. It's a punishment on your wallet as well. Right. And it makes you work harder because you're losing out. Totally. That is a real thing. Yeah. You it's were so saying the other day that you take dance classes for exercise instead of going to the gym. Is yes. that right? Yes, <sighs> yes, yes. I think it's just so much easier, especially when you're doing cardio. It's just so yeah. much easier to work way harder when you're mentally so focused on being stressed out (laughs) that you don't have any mental energy to think about how exhausted you are. Right. And it's like also productive, like you're gaining a real skill. Mm. So I feel like that's why I really tend to go that route instead of like treadmill because I used to be that girl. Right. Damn. But no longer. I got to do that. Yeah. (sighs) I've been to, I've been to, (laughs) <laughs> the last time I saw you, we were like, I'm going to take da- one dance class a week. <laughs> yes. I have not taken one since the last Oh, that no. Last. That makes me so sad. No. Well, we'll have to take a dance class. Oh, my gosh. At some point in time. I need to do it. In the near future. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is not a podcast about dancing, although that would be hilarious. Uh, I don't think I would have enough to talk about. I mean, maybe I would. 
But it is not, regardless. It is an advice podcast. People write into us with their sticky situations. We do our best to help them. Are you ready for the first question that someone has sent in? Yes, I am. Okay. Usually they have names. This one doesn't have a name. So could you make up any name? For this person. Um, Spaghetti Rainbow 700. Yes, a screen name. <laughs> Spaghetti Rainbow 700 says, I'm 25 years old and in a bit of a pickle. I've ended up falling for my coworker and I don't know what to do. Our office has a strict dating policy and if we get caught, we could potentially get fired. Our relationship is textbook perfect and I can see myself with him for the long haul. On the other hand, I'm at my dream job and have invested years at my company to get to the place I'm at now. Is there any fail-proof way to keep our relationship a secret? Or were we doomed from the start? Ooh, I wonder why it says were and not are. Or are we doomed Mm. from the start? I guess, okay, it sounds like, yes, they are already dating. We know that. They could get fired, but she thinks he's the one. And they're at their dream job. I also don't know pronouns so so sorry if these are not the right ones what happens have you ever dated someone that you worked with oh my gosh I mean the problem with being in the industry right, is you work- everyone <laughs> you know and hang out with is someone you work with right um yeah I remember moving to LA and I was like I really do not want to mess this up I'm not going to date anyone I'm not going to cross any lines like yeah. I absolutely just care so much about my career and like can't mess that up but it is yeah that is such a I mean with her situation it's so interesting because when you can't do something you know that that makes it so much more desirable Mm -hmm. so I see the the draw to that I do and it seems like they've there's there's no way we can give advice to not engage in any type of relationship because seems like they're already they've already crossed that line yeah and for the long haul if that means like Let's get married and die together. Right, <laughs> right. I don't know. I imagine like w- <laughs> that everyone's goal is to like notebook die in the same place with their other. I mean, I guess it is. Yeah. That I is mean, nice. Yeah. That would be like, yeah, it's a fairy tale yeah. ish. <laughs> ish. Yeah. Ish. To die. Oh, like, mm, uh, I don't know uh, about that. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, but she's yeah. also invested years in the company. So she's like climbed the ladder yeah. in her career. So it's taken a lot to get here. So stakes are super high. Yeah. But on, on both hands, you are getting something great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is right. But for me, I am very career first. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, time will tell if that is the right way to live life or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the moment, it's so hard for me to say you should like ever choose a crush slash like love interest over a career, especially Same. if she seems like she's really, really in love with her job and what she does. The dream job. Uh, You're <laughs> working your dream job now. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's I your mean, dream job? It sounds like I not don't fully. Know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like when at all creatives are kind of like, open to any multi I mean you're a cre- an example of a creative that does many different things right so I feel like in the same I mean dancing is like my first and forever love uh but I also feel like I'm open to other creative endeavors right so I yes I'm I'm having my dream job right now but like you know I we're, we're open to yeah. other things <laughs> we're, 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 we're available <laughs> but yes essentially I am doing my dream job. So yeah, if if there really was a direct conflict between what I'm doing right now yeah. and a love interest, if there was a conflict, I mean, they she has a rule. There's right. no rules in the dance world. Right. Like the that. rule of the dance world is everyone dates each other. <laughs> very, very true. <laughs> it's I wonder, I don't know if it's like that in any other industry. I'm sure maybe acting yeah. it's like that. Any like LA Hollywood yeah. type industry, you know, it's just for so sure. incestuous. It is. It's and really it, crazy. And the thing is, it's just such a small industry. So mm-hmm. that's what makes it even like weirder of a experience. Yeah. But yeah, as far as her, like, would you, if you were in an office job, like, yes. if you were in, I guess, like the show The Office. Yeah. And it was like a Jim and Pam oh scenario. Oh my God. I was just thinking that. But you Ugh. will get fired if Michael Scott. Found out that you were dating. I mean... But it's Jim! I just can't get over that Dunder Mifflin is probably not my dream job. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) But if I was Dwight and it was my dream job, (laughs) um, 
yeah, you can't date Angela. Now what? Oh, no. I guess I would have, I feel like crushes come and go, mm-hmm. maybe. Like, yeah, I would I would love to know how long that they've been dating for. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That would. Here's, we haven't done this in a while, but sometimes on the podcast we do should do, would do. Mm-hmm. So we do what they should do. And then what you actually would do. Totally. So what they should do, I would say, in my perspective, would be, uh, if this is truly your dream job and you've worked so hard to get here, like you said, crushes come and go. I'm I'm not that I'm like not believing in relationships. It's just like I've had a few of them and I thought they were the real thing. And so I would go for the career. But then on the other hand, it's like, you don't want to like end up alone. But if this is your dream job, go with the dream job is what you should do. Now you do your should do, and then we'll both do our would do's. For would for should do, of course, you know, pick the career. For would do, I would totally date him. Totally. For sure. For 100%. sure. Okay. But agree. I would also date him, but would you how would you get through it? Because I would try to stretch it out as far as I could. And I would try and have my job and keep this a secret for the longest amount of time. Yeah. So would you like not talk to each other during the the work day and then like meet each other in right. the break room or something. Strategies of being sneaky. Wow. <laughs> Have you ever had to sneak around? Like, are your parents pretty strict? No. My parents Ooh. aren't I know, I'm I'm lucky. My parents are very, very they're weird. They're very, very strict about like safety things. Okay. And very, very like loose I guess about boys like they were never like you can't date in high school like they were fine with me dating whoever and like you know even like having boys over and stuff but in other ways in other ways they're like no you can't drive with your friends like that's unsafe like just very patchy about their like strictness right so it's hard for me to relate to having to sneak around that's so wait so you could what age were you allowed to date a boy I mean I think they always knew that I would have like crushes on guys and they never said like you can't date until you're 16 or anything but you know I never actually dated anyone until I was like 17 so by that time it was like somewhat appropriate to have a boyfriend I wonder if them being lenient helped with like giving you not wanting you not wanting to almost rebel like we were talking about just a second ago of like wanting something that you can't have it makes the desire bigger yeah so I wonder if like you being allowed to do it you're like "Eh, I don't want to I'll get to it when I want to I don't think so because remembering my high school years I was just only wanted a boyfriend forever and ever and ever (laughs) and it was more so no boys wanted to date me than it was me wanting to take my time and focus on my life right my parents were so strict in a way that like I couldn't have boyfriends or boyfriends lol I couldn't (laughs) have any boys over unless we were like playing guitar hero Mm. like we had to have a thing to do yeah, in I a see, time I see. they leave. Right. And it had to be in the living room. Oh, like, no. It was never. Not the living room. <laughs> That's like the <laughs> ultimate cock block. It's like, you can't go in your room. <laughs> living room. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's where crushes go to die. And did you sneak around and have boyfriends? Never. I mean, you didn't. I. I, I, the only thing I can remember sneaking around, I would also get in friends' cars that I was not allowed to because it was unsafe. But I remember one time, the sneakiest thing I've ever done, which is hardly a sneak, it was (laughs) New Year's Eve. And my boyfriend, I was in high school, my boyfriend came to my window at like 12. He, it was actually probably like 1.30 because he was probably doing something else at 12, cheating on me. Oh, Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's so like high school romantic though, coming to your window at like 12. Like, wow. Late. Did he have like a speaker? Did he like play you a song (laughs) outside your window? (laughs) He didn't. He really should have. Now that I'm looking back on it, he could have done a little bit more on the production value. No, he came to my window and like gave me a kiss and then left. And that that was like, it wasn't even me sneaking. It was him doing all the work. But that was the sneakiest thing I'd ever done. But I could also feel the anxiety of like, oh my God, he's here. I hope my parents aren't wait. Like they're not going to wake up and see Totally. Wow. Yeah, I was never a a really sneaky child. I think I was a pretty good kid. Yeah, I never snuck out of the house. I will say that. Neither have I. I did a couple like questionable things. (laughs) Such as? You know, like when people are first like discovering parties and like (laughs) high school and like (laughs) 
that whole situation. I yeah. definitely made a couple questionable decisions, but I never actually snuck out of the house. Right. Wait. Okay. Hang on. So you found out about a party, but you never snuck out of the house, but you did. I wasn't allowed really to go to parties too much. <laughs> did you Skype in? Tell oh, me. Right. What did right. you do? Um, let me even think. I mean, just as just like trying to. I mean, I grew up in a really small town, so mm-hmm. there's nothing to do. And Like Gilmore Girls small? Um, like I... Oh my god, I haven't watched Gilmore Girls, oh so my god. I don't even know how to like um, respond to that. There's I was maybe to... forty people, and they all know each other. Oh my god, maybe not that small, but it's definitely a town that people go to like retire to, oh. and there's a there's not a lot of kids. Okay, so there's not a lot of there's not a lot of people to socialize with. There's not a lot of like y- like activities to do for the youth. So like, there's just like walking around the streets and like trying to find anything to do <laughs> to be like engaged and those are the draws of this yeah town. <laughs> so I don't know I guess just like walking around and trying to like meet up with guys and be sneaky about it oh my gosh okay we well, didn't have to sneak interesting I do not know what that would feel like freedom does it feel like freedom to walk around? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, to what? Yeah, to, or to hang with to, to not have to to sneak to hang out with guys. Mm, I guess so, but it must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see if we've helped. I don't know if we have yet. I mean, we said date the guy, try yeah. to do both. We said we would date him. I don't think they're doomed from the start. She asks, "Are we doomed from the start?" I don't think so. What something is going to come out in the wash. You yeah. either are going to get fired or you're not. Everything comes out. That's something I've learned. Everything comes out. Yeah. In time. I would say date the guy. Be friends. Like if you're at the copy machine together, just be like, all right, John, you can make five copies of this. Thanks, man, bro. You, I don't know if you can call him man, man, bro. bro. <laughs> Do you just call him man, bro? <laughs> is that like, what you call your guy friends? Overcompensating? <laughs> like when I'm dating someone, I'm like strictly business. Right. <laughs> just labeling on just any type of bro culture names. Oh my goodness. Uh, date him. Be in the job. Try and make it work. And I think you can do it. Yeah. I feel like it's better to public, like let it be known publicly that you guys are friends rather than pretend you guys have no like yeah relationship friendship at all right because that would just that's just too much lying it's yeah. just way too much lying to keep up and then you can get like sexy with tension of right like, you're almost like role-playing as co-workers right and that's right. steamy yeah and like you know real like i'm sure other people are like this is an office like people are just looking for drama yeah. like trying to see what's going on like people will catch on to it yeah so do that I think we helped. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) Amazing. Okay, great. Okay, now we're going to take a little break while Erica gives us an extra piece of advice you can find on at Just A Tip Podcast on Instagram, all of the prepositions. And we'll be right back. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. 
back. Speaking of going back, I'm going back to Chicago June 16th for the live recording of this podcast. So if you love pizza, podcasts, and Paul Rudd, you'll get two out of the three. Uh, I can't tell you which of the two will be there. you got to come find out. Get tickets at headgum.com or in the podcast Instagram bio. Erica. Hello. She's still here. <laughs> she didn't leave. Before we get into act number two, what are you completely obsessed with right now? you got to let everybody in the world know. Anything um, that they should put in their lives because it's changed yours in such a substantial way that it would be selfish to keep it to yourself. I am obsessed with glittery things right now. Ooh. I know that is so extremely vague, but I'm currently like redoing my room and I am just bringing in all the glitter because it makes me feel alive and Aww. girly and happy. What's the f- best piece that you have and where did you get Ooh, it? Ooh, I have this lamp that's like a chandelier and it's just like sparkly and anytime when you turn it on, the like light just makes little rainbows. Oh my God. It's like that's like the most girly like unicorn thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> but like it's just really great and it just makes me happy. You gotta hook it up to like an angelic sound bite. So when you turn it on, it's like, ooh, that would be nice. That would be next yeah. level. That would be almost too extra. <laughs> wow. <gasps> Definitely gonna have to figure out how to make that happen. For real. Okay. Ready for question number two? Yes. I'm gonna change the question. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go into the email and just type in the word dance because I feel like we would be, oh my God. Okay, so the the oh one that gosh. comes up that is not open right now is titled Heartbreak in the Ballroom. Oh. Which is my first movie. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Okay, so this is from Broken Ballroom. Broken Ballroom writes, I'm a ballroom dancer whose partner was also my ex. She and I still have a great friendship and the breakup didn't hinder our connection while we dance. Recently, she started dating one of my friends. And as surprised as I am, it's starting to affect me. Mm. I thought I've thought about it for a long time and I realize I never got over her and it hurts when I see them together. I haven't said or done anything since I don't want to ruin our friendship nor our partnership, but we're noticing our performance is starting to suffer. What should I do? P.S. I'm 27 and she's 25. Wow. I, she's really dating his friend? That's is insane. that allowed? I feel like you should ask. If you are friends with someone that you have, that if you are friends with someone that has dated somebody else and now you're dating their ex or even starting to get interested in their yeah. ex, go, hey man, we need to talk. Cindy's hot. Can I get in? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And even for the dance partner, I feel like you when you're a dance partner with someone like that's even closer than friends. Yeah. That takes it to like another level of like, right. like intimacy and importance in your life so like dang I kind of wish she had like asked if that was okay right but or even if she did ask. even if say she did ask and he said of right because we don't know I can't say no you can't be like no you can't date my friend right like, you're broken up you can do whatever you want totally I feel like that's got to be so mind twisting to like be dancing in that like intimate with someone because yeah. like ballroom I mean I don't do ballroom yeah but like, <laughs> but like imagining even if it was just like doing a contemporary piece or like be doing something partner work right. where you have to like have your emotions on your sleeve and then like you're almost like kissing yeah and then your like necks are hugging and you're doing all of this like touching right and then like as soon as the music is off you're like oh was that all just a lie totally I guess it oh you you're going to go sleep with my friend? Okay. Okay. Like, of course. That's yeah, going to be so yeah. confusing. I mean, you could always do what I do whenever I have any personal issues and I have to dance. It, I just channel it all into my performance. Mm. And that really, really helps me a lot. I <sighs> almost like, this is going to sound so twisted, but like I almost somewhat enjoy the times in my life when I'm really like heartbroken because my dancing gets so good and so it just takes it to another level that like I could never achieve in happy when I'm happy right so if anything you can think about it as like a good thing because now you're really going to take your art to the next level yeah that's true because he writes that they're noticing their performance is starting to suffer because mm. of, I guess, the how it's affecting him. So maybe if he just channels that yeah. into some sort of like steamy jealousy. Right. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to seduce you now and win you back. Right. 
Yeah, make, wow. it, make it a game for yourself. And maybe if she feels something, I mean, the goal is not <laughs> to get her back. But if you, I don't know, you, you never know what might happen. Right. But regardless, the dance, if the dancing is really like the main focus. Yeah. It's going to get amazing if you're like, my goal is to win her back and I'm going to kill it. And it's going to be right. so hot and she can't, then she's not going to be able to resist me. But also I will say that's probably the most like emotionally twisted piece of advice I've ever given. So <laughs> I'm not sure if that's healthy, but that is definitely how I handle things. So I know now so you many. know. Yeah. <laughs> so now you know a little bit about me. Right. That's your Tinder so, bio. Right. So twisted. I feel like I've heard a lot of my artist friends say it, they, I mean, they self-proclaim that it's twisted, but they're like, sometimes I like, like that I sabotage yes. myself in order to get more art out of it. Totally. Like people just love to get down in the dumps or like get angry or get hurt just so they can like create better. For sure. It's just so easy to work hard when you're hurting. It's so easy. Because, I mean, you're trying to, like, cover up all the pain. And so, yeah. like, when I – every time I get broken up with or break up with someone, my career is, like, on fire. Right. Because I'm just right. like, oh, my God, I have all this time. And also, I'm worth it. And here's this. I don't want to feel this. So, let totally. me, like, make a new thing. It's a lot. <laughs> it's so interesting. I can actually, like, pinpoint times in my life where I was really low. Mm-hmm. And those are such progressive times. And I'm just like – Oh no, I have to break the cycle. I know. Like, I want to end up happy. What am I doing? Right. Uh, yeah. It's really interesting. I wonder like what's like what comes first? Like, do we yeah. start that? Do we know that's gonna happen and then we make it happen? Or no. Yeah, maybe we like lean into it when we're like, oh, this is gonna be good material. Yeah. Oh my god, it's <laughs> my so friend, sad. <laughs> I know it's so sad. My so friend JP bad. has a song. I don't know what it's called, or else I would play it. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could. Maybe I'll just text him and go, hey, what's that song when you say this? <laughs> he has a, a lyric that says uh, it's he, the song is about a breakup, um, yeah. like most of his songs, which is the best. But the lyric is, I swear I'm punching the next guy who says at least you'll get some breakup songs. Yeah. Because it's like every time that he wanted to talk about his heartbreak, people were just like, eh, this is going to be better for your art. Which like, mm. yes, but also like be there for me, yeah. please. That's so that reminds me of a, a Julia Michaels lyric that's like Ooh. sometimes I think I kill relationships for art. Yeah. I start up all this shit to watch them fall apart. I pay my bills with it. Oh my god. Isn't that crazy? I pay my bills with it. Wait, what's it called? I want to hear um, it. Julia Michaels. Yeah, just type in mm, I'm trying to think of um, the name heartbreak? of the song. My my Google searches are the worst. Just heartbreak. Julia Michaels. All of her songs are about my, heartbreak. But yeah, I get seventeen Just million. Say, I, I pay my results. bills with it or something. That that lyric. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me see if I can. Oh. Oh, this is an ad. Oh yeah. I was like, <laughs> you're like that's not her voice. Hmm. Do you know what part of the song it is? It's probably second verse. It's like verse. the chorus. Second verse is I always it's awesome. The it's the chorus. The second verse is always awesome. Isn't it? When you Why choreograph, do you always go second verse? No, I actually... Okay, this is a, kind of a random thing. But I always usually start at the beginning because I have this like thing where I am so obsessive about dancing to every single noise yes, that I me hear too. and I actually have to start at the beginning because if I start in the second verse or if I start at the chorus there's too much going on and uh. my choreography will just be so many moves oh. so I force myself to choreograph to like the slowest part I see because otherwise it's just insanity right and no one can keep up and I can't even do it myself right that's so I remember I I'm still like that because I want to hit everything. But then I remember someone telling me, like, you've got to choose <laughs> and, like, choose the moments and choose the beats that you want to I know. Pull I hate out. when people tell me that. I know. You're I'm like, like, no, oh. I'm doing all of it. It, uh, I always, the second verse has just got more into it. And right. I love a, I love a good drop. I think there's just usually more production in the second verse. Yeah, I think so. Just, just like more things up. to listen to. Right. More, yeah. Okay, yeah. let me find this part because that lyric, I love. It's crazy. I've already made a tattoo appointment to go put that on my <laughs> oh body. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, let's see. Does it sound like it's... Yeah, this is it. Oh, I heard this the other day. I think it's like the beginning of the chorus. It's the beginning of the chorus? Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. Oh, 
think I kill relationships for art. I start up all the shit to watch them fall apart. I pay my bills with it. Hey. <laughs> I watch them fall apart, then pay the price for it. <laughs> Crazy. I watch fall apart, but. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm almost a little bit ashamed that I could recite those lyrics like <laughs> perfectly without even thinking about it. This song hasn't, th- it just came out a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. She has like a new album out. Have you re- choreographed to this song? I have not. I like the lyrics, but I'm not like obsessed with like the production and the sounds behind it. Yeah. I hate when that happens. I'm like, I know. The lyrics, either the lyrics are amazing or like the actual music is amazing. Like this, yeah. Uh. You know what I wish people did? Okay, if you're a music artist person, <laughs> person. I think I would make a rule. I wish I could change the rules of music and make everyone release three versions of the same song. Oh my goodness! You release yes. an acapella version. You release the full version, and then you release a version with horns in it. Because yeah, so like random. brass, like trumpets and all the other brass instruments. Wow. Because like, I love a good horn. That's hilarious. But like the acapella, have you ever been like editing music to try and like make a piece right. shorter or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and needed like an intro and outro or just wanted to drop down all of the like backbeats and so yeah. it could just be that and then all of the instruments. Oh, Sounds like you need to add like music producing to your next. <laughs> I just I need a cappella versions. If okay, you can forget the horns, but I would love it. I would love it oh if my you're gosh. already at it. I would love it. Horns. I'm like I'm that way about strings. Like anything. Ooh. Think about how emotional you feel when mm. you like hear a violin oh or like of anything strings. I'm just like yeah. I'm crying. I don't even know what the lyrics are yeah, saying. It's but like, like the ABCs I, with a violin in the oh back. No, but you're literally, like, I feel this in my soul. Here we go. In my S O U L. Oh no, that is so true. I love this song. It's a good a one. Lot. It's a good one. I do one. think it. The part that I love about it is the the second part. So let me let me get the lyrics because I want to say it because I feel like I would love it. Sometimes I think I kill. What a good lyric, right? I think that sometimes when people write as if it was their diary, I think that's the mm. the music I like the best. Yeah, I like the part. So she's. Wow. And sometimes I think I kill relationships for art. I start up all this shit to watch them fall apart. This is. The part that I like is I pay my bills with it. I watch them fall apart, then pay the price for it. Yeah. Ah, so uh, it hurts so much. It's so geniusly written. Yeah. And just so relatable to everyone know. who's like a sad artist, which is everyone, <laughs> I feel like. Truly. Everyone that I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Did we help? Let's see. What was right, the Right. What was the question? Uh, <laughs> oh. I think we did help. I yeah. think we said uh, use it for your art. Yes. Use how you feel and pull it out in your performance and hopefully that'll help the performance. Yeah. The part about you being hurt by it though, like that sucks. It does. I feel like you couldn't talk to her about it. It doesn't feel like if she's already dating somebody else and you're like, yeah. hey, I thought this was I thought I wasn't affected by this, but it turns out I am. That's not really going to help anything. Yeah, that's so true. It's just, dang, it really sucks when, like, you know the person that they're dating. I think you need a new partner in you multiple so? ways. I think you need a dance partner. I think you need a new life, life partner. partner. <laughs> right. Because how are you going to get over someone when you're basically, mm. like, having, like, ballroom sex with them? Right. Oh, you no, that's can't. so true. I know. I'm just the worst person to ask about like how to get over heartbreak because I just prolong that as much <laughs> yeah. as I can to get as much artistic use out of it. Like I, I don't even feel like I should be allowed to give anyone advice because yeah. in my head I'm like, well, what else? What uh, what could I create? What right. could I make? <laughs> <laughs> so awful. <laughs> I think that's that would actually be my advice. So, unless you guys are like world-renowned yeah. partners and it like your career is depending right. on it. Find a new company. Right. I guess if you're not, like, yeah, like you said, if you're not, like, professional and you're not paying your bills with right. it. like I know. Then, if you are, then you just got to really, like, disassociate and figure, I don't know, like, when you when you get on the floor, then you are, like, on the clock and you're acting and you're professional. And then yeah. after that, then just, like, Go home. dip. Yeah. But they're still friends. That's what's so tough. Yeah. Can you be friends with your exes? Like, are you friends with them? I am exes? friends with all of my exes. And all of them? All of them. I mean, I, I only have 
three. Okay. And I'm friends with all of them. And is everyone in a new relationship? Uh... Not that I know. Some of them are like very not on social media. So Ooh. it's hard for me to know. Caveman. Um, but the ones that are on social media, they did get into re- new relationships and are now currently not. So I've been through <laughs> I've been through that. I've been through the whole, oh my God, this is the new girl. Right. Okay. I have to now go stalk and like feel all those feelings right. and do all the I love that you do have all the things. To go stalk. Oh no, it's like mandatory. <laughs> like you know. Who is ever disciplined enough to, like, put the phone down and not stalk? Like, come on. I know. Let's just, like, let's be real. Let's be real. I've gotten to the point now, like, I've blocked some... I've blocked some ex-boyfriends. I think just one. But then I've... I have muted others just so they don't come on my timeline, uh, Twitter or Instagram. But then sometimes I'll, like, find myself seeing somebody on, like, the Explore page. Oh, and then no. I'll, like, want to click it. And then I don't. Oh, wow. So, you don't? I have trained myself. You really don't? I don't. Wow. I am so impressed. <laughs> Thank you. I am so impressed. That's my best quality. It, I mean, <laughs> dang. Is I'm able to not click on the Explore <laughs> page. a lot of discipline. It really is. It's. I think I've learned it because I was like, oh, I feel bad when I do it. Yeah. So like it was so much training in a way that's like, oh, I know that if I do X, then I will feel B-A-D. You will feel B-A-D. But then... Does your work get G-O-O-D? Mm. I don't know if it does. No? no okay. Well, now that I'm not choreographing so much, and like, mm. even when I do choreograph, I always choose like throwback songs or ah, something like kind of hypey. Hypey? Hypey? hype-y? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> something with a very, really high tempo. Totally. Yeah, I don't think I've ever, I mean, I've choreographed like maybe two or three emotional pieces. Oh, well, that would be the curse of me being a contemporary, yeah. aka sad, aka right. breakup dancer choreographer (laughs) I gotta get out of this genre (laughs) I gotta get out (laughs) I gotta get out okay speaking of getting out yes get out of your relationship not your relationship your friendship get out of your dance get out of your dance studio go somewhere else yeah is that bad advice uh maybe I mean it's like it's again it comes back to the should do would do (laughs) yeah should you probably get a new partner yeah would I definitely not I don't know, maybe. I think, yeah, okay. Our main advice would be change the perspective and use it for good. Yes. Like use your jealousy for your performance. Yeah. Okay. It sounds more mature than it <laughs> and is. We'll always go with yes. that. One. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Before we wrap up, we have one last section. It's called Tip Jar. We don't have a jingle for this, so I'm going to need you to say or sing anything after I say the words Tip Jar. Wait, what? Anything you want. You can hum. You can just repeat the words tip jar. Okay. Anything you want. I just sing. You just are beautiful. Okay. Here we go. And now for a segment called tip jar. Tip jar. I am in a tip jar. I am looking at a coffee shop and there's a tip and I'm going to put a tip in the jar because I'm awesome and also love horns. (laughs) (laughs) I would love if there was not horns behind that, if that we cut that into a music, like an actual song in there and there's just like a cowbell. <laughs> right, right, right. And I love horns. Clink, clink, clink. Awful. <laughs> that was amazing. I'm going to read a suggestion that was left as a comment on the podcast Instagram. And we have to weigh in with our two cents on each subject. Just okay. one quick tip on each thing that someone has suggested. All right. Here we go. Do you have a tip on bad hair days? Ooh, um, just... Back in the shower. Wash it again. Back in the shower? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. give it a new chance. Yeah. I feel like all the bad hair days are just like, you just need another shampoo and another condition. Ooh. There you go. Okay. I'm going to say dry shampoo. Mmm. That's, I think, mmm. Sometimes, okay. Never mind. I take it back. Okay. Definitely dry shampoo. I'll add on. <laughs> Part two. Dry shampoo. And then also like, mainly bad hair days for me are just like the front of my hair, like mm. right around my crown of my head so sometimes I'll if I have like bad hair in the back who cares you can't see it right I would like take I'm doing it right now with my hands (laughs) trying to like explain this in the in the best way take whatever hair is immediately in front of your hairline and put it in the sink again and like do a quick shampoo on just like the front of your hair and then blow dry that part to whatever you need Okay, so we're kind of on the same page here. Oh, yeah, except yeah. for you take a full shower. Oh, my God. I've literally, I have taken showers, tried to do my hair, 
taken another shower. Like, oh my God. I've done this. In the I second have shower, I didn't even get my hair wet. <laughs> I was just showering. Right. Just in case. Just praying that it will work somehow. Okay, the next tip is with clutter. Mm, oh, I am good at throwing out clutter. I have Ooh. no problems just throwing it away if it doesn't serve me. Ooh, but have you ever like found something that you're like, I don't know if this serves me, so I'll keep it. Oh, yes. Uh, have a designated place in your house to dump crap. I have in my laundry room uh-huh. a storage cubby. Okay. Next to my washer dryer yeah. that all the things that I kind of think I may need at some point, but like have an emotional attachment to, Ooh. and I just shove it in there. That's so good. I have a kind of a hamper also, but it's for clothes that I think I don't mm. want anymore. And I, it's like their last hoorah you gotta in my sit closet. On it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, um, what, like judgment day, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like in limbo. Yeah. Actually, that reminds me of another technique I use, which is put it in the car. Oh! Because when it's in the... Like, I have a bag of clothes in the car that I'm, like, kind of maybe thinking about giving to, like, a thrift store or something. Because when you see it every day, it starts to get on your nerves. You start to be like, okay, I've been dealing with driving around this whatever for so long. So either at some point in time, I'm going to need to throw it out or bring it to someone. I have, like... Dri- and then it's already there. Yeah. That's good. Convenient. I do like that. My yeah. my new, I guess, litmus test for something like that is like, if I'm thinking about give, getting rid of it, that means I don't need it. Because it's like, if right. you, some things you know you'll never get rid of. Yeah. And those are like your starting lineup wardrobe. Right. So you would never get rid of that. Yeah. But if you're like, I don't really know how I feel about these pants. Toss them. Not toss yeah. them. Like sell or donate them. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I always say like the... The money that you'll spend buying whatever thing you threw away that you like thought you didn't need, but then oh, you have to buy it. Whatever that money, does suck. yeah, it does suck. But whatever money you use to like buy back that item, like think about you spending it on like the peace of mind of having a not cluttery house. Yeah, it's kind of worth it to like have a clean, fresh house. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Do you have a tip on tea? Like oh my drama God. tea? Oh, <laughs> you're like, oh the my tea? God, no, I was Earl about Grey. to be like, yeah, we love, I have this particular tea called Throat Coat. And oh, it has I've seen that. Yeah, it's like a really specific one you get at Target and it like, it does something weird. I think it's for singers. It does something weird to your throat or really, oh really God. feels like. A second skin. A, yeah, it's Gross. amazing. No, it's amazing. <laughs> what does it feel like? I don't, It's almost like. If, like, your throat was slightly coated in, like, honey. You know when you have, like, a lot of honey in your tea? Oh. And then it just, like, feels really good on your throat, like, if you have a sore throat or something. Whoa. But, like, it's not sweet. So, I don't know. It must be some, like, magical herbal ingredients that Whoa. just, it's so different than other teas. But it's called Throat Coat, and you can get it at Target. And it's Yum. my favorite thing ever. Okay, great. I'm right. on my way right yes. now. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, I don't have any actual tea tips, but in drama tea. Mm. <sighs> drama. That's a whole different type of tea. I know. I feel like I don't lo- It's so hard. I was thinking about this this morning. I was like, I think I'm not going to do it anymore. Like, I like had a drama tea? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm going to stop gossiping. But the thing is, like, it's what I've learned. It's bad, but I'm going to say it mm-hmm. anyway, <laughs> which I probably shouldn't. But, like... Talk gossiping in tea isn't great, mm-hmm. but it is also like a really easy way to start connecting with somebody. Yes, it so is. in a bad way, it is also kind of good. Yeah, even if it's not tea, and you're just like, I hate Burger King. People are like, Yes, bitch, of course yeah. we do. So I feel like I don't want to. Here's what I will say about tea. Yes, if it is not honest, don't say it. If it doesn't paint you or another person in a good light, don't say it. Hmm. So that's all of tea? That's a lot of the tea. <laughs> that's most of the flavors okay, of tea. Okay, you're right. I take but it I all understand. back. I totally get what you mean, though, about like— Maybe the first one, the honest bit. There's only so much to talk about, like, stuff and things and ideas. Like, it gets to a point where you're like, okay, what else is interesting— like, what else do we have in common for this conversation? Right. Yeah. I guess it's a crutch 
I'll yes. say T is a crutch. It's a crutch. Uh, and don't use it if you don't have to. <laughs> drink Mainly, it. Don't use. Drink it. Don't speak it. <laughs> hey. Okay. Take me to church here. <laughs> okay. Last tip. Do you have any tips on takeout? Oh, uh, like takeout food. Yeah. Um, yes. Mm, you should always keep plastic spoons, forks, and knives in your glove box. Ooh. Just in case you need Whoa. to eat something on the go. Because, like, have you ever gotten takeout and then, like, you forget to get the plastic forks? Or, or like, have you ever, yes. uh, have you ever like, gone to the grocery store and then, like, you're really, really hungry and, like, <laughs> yeah. you have to start eating the ice cream in the oh, car you have to. before you get home? Even if I'm not hungry, and I if, have to eat And that. if you don't have a spoon, then you have to, like, it's just messy. It's yeah. just not fun. It's not a good experience. So always stock up on plastic utensils. That is good. I think I, I do that for my office. Every time I get food, I get extra utensils. Right. You need it. Okay, a tip on takeout. Huh. I really like your tip. I don't think I can battle it with another tip. I would say if, mm, no, I don't think I have. This might be the first time I don't have a tip on something. Hmm. Oh, my God. Got to rename this podcast. I guess <laughs> I guess my brand is over. Oh, no. I guess this is the last episode of this podcast. Right, I'm all out of advice. I'm all out of tips. <laughs> Okay, my tip on takeout is don't do it unless you have to. Oh, my God. Yeah. I guess a a different tip could be, like, if you're getting food to go, you might as well enjoy the— Like, if you're paying for food, you might as well enjoy the experience of, like, sitting down. Yeah. Because, like, you're paying for the same amount of food, but, like, mm-hmm. you're, you're not enjoying the experience of sitting in a new location with a different aesthetic. Right. Unless it's like Postmates and yeah. then it's like you did that on purpose. I know. Postmates is such an awful invention. Like now it's just way too easy to get takeout. It's so it's easy. way too easy to be lazy about cooking food. Truly. Yeah. <sighs> but it's so good. It is so good. I have Postmates Unlimited. Yes, I do. You do? Oh, of course. Oh my goodness. It's like $20. Really? I don't think so. It's I sub- actually think it's 100 like <laughs> Oh no. Well, I think it's 100 for a certain amount of time. But if you think about it, like every, you have to get a certain amount before you get free delivery on Postmates. So if you get like, if you do 20 Postmates, then it basically pays for That's itself. That's true. That's true. That's how I justify it. That is so true. Oh my God. Yeah. There's just... So much good food in L.A., too. Oh, my God. It's way too much good food. If someone is visiting L.A. for the first time, what do they absolutely have to try? Oh, my God. Acai bowls. Ooh. Just they don't have those anywhere else? No, but I feel like, okay, I feel like it's an L.A. thing. Is it? I, I don't know. I've never. So. I don't know. I was at this. I remember I was at this, like, event, and they were serving acai bowls. They were serving coconut yogurt. They were serving green juice. And I was like, this is L.A. food. This is what LA food is. I never understood, but it's like healthy food, kind of. Kind of. Sort of. of. Like it's still so much sugar if you really think about it. So much sugar. But if you just don't think about it, then you're like, ah, fruit, health, yay. Yeah, I almost forget what it's like anywhere else because it's so, it's like that's the culture here for sure. What? Acai bowls or health? Health. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. Or or the appearance of health. Right. Yeah. There's, Yeah. Okay, try Aussie If my tip on coming to LA for food, I think you should try, so not healthy, this is on the oh other side of the spectrum, is Korean barbecue. Yo, I love Korean barbecue. It's the best. It's sometimes I'm like, should I be paying less for the fact that I'm like cooking it myself? <laughs> yeah. Like, dang. I did, but like also- Am they, I getting a check in right. two weeks? When, where do I clock in Korean <laughs> right, barbecue? Right, Can I tip myself? Like, <laughs> But- yeah, the Korean barbecue is great. So good. It's great. You will smell like it for, for days. A while, but uh, <laughs> even with good. three showers, you're still going to smell like bulgogi and brisket. Oh, but it's the best. Okay, we've done it. Erica, thank you so much for oh all of your time yes. and advice. Where can people find you on the internet if they want more and more of you? Um, You know, as we've discussed, Instagram mm-hmm. is a good place. And... I guess there's YouTube, too. Yeah. I also have a MySpace. No, you don't. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have a MySpace. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I thought like Justin Timberlake only had that. <laughs> it, does MySpace even exist anymore? I don't it's know. Like a music I, I thing never now. had one. It's, you what? never had one? It's a music thing? Oh, my God. What is this? 
I never had a MySpace. It's a music. No. I thought Justin Timberlake owns MySpace now. Wow. It looks like just another thing for music. That's about it. Does anyone use this? I don't know. It'd be good to know. I don't know, but I just keep getting, e- this is so random. I don't don't know why, but I keep getting emails of like, so-and-so wants to link up with you on LinkedIn. Oh my God. And I'm like, I don't think I have a LinkedIn. That's so I think it's annoying. a scam or something. I'm not really sure, <laughs> but it's LinkedIn so LinkedIn is weird. just a scam. <laughs> I'm so confused. That's so funny. So yeah. many social medias. It's so much. So it's little so, time. So, we gotta stop, you guys. We're at max capacity we of are. social medias. We really are. That's why they keep dying. Remember yeah. that one tried to comment? It was like... Popular for one day. Vine? I forgot what it's called. How fast Vine? No, not came even. It was something died? after that, and everybody uh, was like, "Let's get on it." What and then, forty eight hours after, everyone was like, "I made a profile." It was like no one was using it. Oh my god! I forgot what I it was. Want to know what it is? And I'm too lazy to even look it up. It's okay. There will be another one just like that in two weeks. <laughs> Truly, so don't you worry. Let's all just stop trying. <laughs> Let's. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we did it. If you have a sticky situation or burden concern, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com and be sure to sign off sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. Double points if you mention your age in the end or anywhere because that helps us help you. I'm having a stroke, but I will be better <laughs> by the time Chicago comes. See you there June 16. Bye! That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>